0: Manic, pertaining to or affected by excessive excitement or enthusiasm, craze.
1: This is Manic Mindset. It's time for another Manic episode with Haley and Lynn. Join us each week as we dive down the rabbit hole of navigating life while being hyper-focused on success. Our manic moments are where some of our best ideas come from. We not only embrace the chaos,
2: we thrive in it. Welcome back to Manic Mindset, and this week we're going to talk about Really, we're not going to talk about anything. We're going to be in the hot seat. Yeah. So, we're going to do questions, a QA for everybody. Mm-hmm. We don't know what each other's questions are. Yeah. And then to make it a little bit more interesting. We decided that we would have our kids write down some questions that they want to ask us too. So we hope you guys enjoy this. And if you guys like it, maybe we'll do it again in a few more episodes. Mm-hmm.
1: And if the boys behave, maybe we'll let them ask a question. Oh, God. That's TBD. Scary. We'll see. <laughs> scary. Who knows if we want to if you hear them. a little
2: crinkling in the, the <laughs> microphone... Uh, Lynn has hair color on her head, mm-hmm, but in order mm-hmm. to multitask, because that's what we do, yeah. she put a, um, a target bag on her head and then put her headphones over the top of it. I was going to say a Walmart bag, but I don't even think you shop at Walmart every now and then mm. you're going to get dragged through the mud now. Cause you've seen their stock market went down too, huh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing for that. I'm okay. definitely still keeping them in business. <laughs> I've been like four times this week alone. Oh my god. <laughs> Describe one bad situation you've been in and how you overcame it oh like in life and yeah and anything business life personal whatever
2: i mean i think that we've all i mean everybody knows about this so we'll we'll talk about it um probably my childhood mm-hmm. the way that i was um brought up not that i i don't even know how to say that like brought up my grandparents raised me part of my life and my dad did and my aunt did and it was a co- collectively a lot of people it was a village have, yeah it was a village that have taken their turns um I grew up around a lot of abuse, drug, alcohol. Um, I've been in and out of like seven or eight schools, Mm -hmm. multiple homes. And that was probably, I always, I feel like, and I say this to my kids, and I don't know if this is true or not, um, but I feel like God gives you your test and Mm -hmm. he either gives it to you early on in life or he gives it to you later in life. And I truly believe that one of my biggest tests were younger was my younger age mm-hmm. and that I made it through that and I came out on the other side of that and because I was able to find the greatness out of that, I have been rewarded um by a lot of great things that have happened in my life later. You know, I met my mm-hmm. husband and one of the things that I feel like, you know, when I was growing up, my parents were married and divorced, and my mom was married and divorced a few times. And a lot of people, like, that was, like, the norm around me. So mm. I went through that, and now I've been married 17 years. I'm just laughing because
1: I am thinking about what you just told me in the kitchen. I know, right? Tell me about to get married again. Yeah, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, my children have, I, you know, the same parents, and they are growing up together in the same mm-hmm. house, So, and I didn't get that. So yeah. I feel like... That again was something. It's extra special, and so um, I feel like one of those um, dragons that just like rose up from the Mm -hmm. fire, and I'm a phoenix. A phoenix. Mm -hmm. I'm a phoenix. Okay, and I'm super grateful for it. And I had a lot of trials and tribulations because of that, but I can find the great parts of it in almost every single thing. I have so many valuable lessons learned. And one of the things that I feel like that has been amazing for me is I have street smarts. Mm -hmm. I may not have this like high-end college education, but I am no dummy.
1: Yeah, you're going to survive.
2: I've been in these streets, baby. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, And I'm super grateful for it. So that has been one of the most challenging things in my life is, you know, growing up in a childhood that's not ideal and being grateful for it I used to be very very I have a lot of animosity towards it but now I'm like Mm. yes well now
1: you're able to look back and be like I learned from that though
2: yeah and I have great part I I can look back and really have a a huge perspective on life of all of every single thing that was so devastating in those moments are now great things for me because I can see the the flip side of that coin Mm -hmm. so yeah
1: that's awesome yeah
2: Okay, so that was heavy. Wow, I'm scared now. Um, I feel like I shouldn't give you a heavy one just because of that. <laughs> what is the weirdest thing you've ever done in public?
1: That's not worth ever going with that. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing I, I mean, I definitely be honest. I definitely peed in front of one of our friends' parents' house. I, in all fairness, that's I the worst you've
2: ever done in public.
1: That I'm—that <laughs> I'm gonna say it publicly. <laughs> yep that's it
2: oh dang! Um, you ain't no shelly
1: yeah that part no i definitely like i mean it was looking back it was extremely embarrassing because everyone knew what i was doing yeah that's true (laughs) i even tried to hide you with a blanket you did first off i asked for like an hour drive straight that I had to pee. Everyone was like, you'll be fine, just wait, just wait. And then we get there and it was like the middle of the night We're you know, helping, picking up people's kids and stuff. And I was like, I have to pee. She just got out of the car and I was like, "No, I still have to pee. And we waited for like 10 minutes and mm-hmm. no one had come out and I was like, I got, I'm going to pee my pants, I'm peeing in the street. We put up a towel. It was nighttime, I thought it was like much more discreet than it was and it was not. And of course, after waiting for 10 minutes with no movement, that's when everyone comes out of the house. <laughs> And I hear my friend just go, like, uh, I know she's changing right now. I wouldn't definitely be doing anything else. And I was like, of course I'm changing. As Haley drops the towel and there's just a nice puddle with a floating tissue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that one ranks pretty high in yeah. the most embarrassing things. Only because I got caught. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely. And, like, the whole family came out to greet us. I was like, sure not did. y'all could
1: have just stayed inside. Sure did. I don't know why um. we did not abort mission when we, we saw what was happening in the street. But, okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, now I'm going to ask you one that's not heavy. Okay. Um, let's see. Funniest person you know. Oh, gosh. You've got some good some good options.
2: I really do, but I there is one person who sticks out, and he, I don't know if he'll listen to this, but I hope one day he does. Uh, my friend, Tim. Corbett mm-hmm. I can see that by far one of the most funniest human beings so funny that sometimes like you're stupid I can't with you, you know <laughs> he's got that very
1: dry humor
2: oh my gosh and <laughs> can quote any movie mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. he's freaking hilarious and that's why we've been friends like more yeah. than half my life if I need a good laugh he's just one of those people that you want to be around mm-hmm. all the time he's a good time for sure time. all right I'm gonna give you a, a little bit of a harder one I guess um What is your greatest accomplishment?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. This makes me sweat a little bit. Like I was nervous not knowing what you were going to ask me and not having a prepared answer. I don't like it. Um, Biggest accomplishment. Hmm. I mean, it's such a cop-out, but definitely becoming a mom like I think having three kids and you know we had the two girls Oof. and I was done I would like gave Oof. away the baby stuff I was like mm, I'm good thank you so much and i had always wanted to foster and like adopt and Eric's like if we're gonna try we're gonna have another kid like let's try one more time for our own and get a boy and I had a really hard time getting pregnant with Hunter. So for KJ, I thought like, oh yeah, sure, I'm gonna give you like 30 days. Stuff not gonna happen in 30 days. The first goddamn time, first oh. time. Um, obviously, no. Looking back, like he's he's my little angel now. I love him. He's probably my closest one right now because he just still adores me. Yeah. Now they're for just sure. like, bruh, all day long. <laughs> and they're girls too. They are. Like they're gonna they're gonna come back around. We'll be best friends eventually. Right now, they're kind of annoyed with me all the time but um uh, the feelings yeah. mutual okay yeah. mm-hmm. so don't worry yeah that's a good one <laughs> I just told her we were in the kitchen and we were like going over they had written down all these questions you know when they come in here in a little bit and ask these questions and I love Hunter to death she's my little spitfire but goddamn she don't come up for air no she would not come up for air and I just looked at Haley and I was like I have to take and two eight hour flights with her for this summer trip we're going to europe and we (laughs) did a cruise with joining rooms so technically it's two reservations so eric's flying with two kids and i'm flying with hunter and we didn't realize that was gonna be the case but it is what it is so it's just me and hunter for very many hours lots lots of movies lots of movies and some melatonin melatonin.
2: (laughs) 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 some melatonin that is funny
1: okay uh let's see hmm Name a past or current celebrity crush. Hmm. And if there's a why, add that in there.
2: Oh, Anderson Cooper. Okay. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper. Mm, silver hair, blue eyes. Love it. I Love it. it.
1: You have another weird one, though. I was worried. Mari you're...
2: Povich. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's the can't. silver hair for me. Silver Anytime. hair and blue eyes. Let's yeah. go.
1: Anytime there's silver hair, I just look at her and I laugh because I well, already know what she's thinking. First
2: of all, I didn't know that Anderson Cooper was not fond of women.
1: Yeah, you didn't know that at first, huh?
2: I didn't know that, which is fine. It is what it is. He's still mm-hmm. good looking, Anker. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a safe one anyways for my husband. He's like, mm. Never gonna happen for you. Yeah, not nah, shot in hell. So, nope.
0: <laughs> he
1: would be like, no, thank you.
2: His is Jennifer Aniston, so
1: I mean I don't feel bad fair. at all. She's on my list too. Damn. She ain't on my <laughs> list. She
2: ain't got black hair and blue eyes. Like girl looks good. Girl yeah. looks good. She does look really good though. Mm-hmm. So um Okay. If you could choose one song to play every time you walk into a room, what would you choose and why? <laughs> oh. Hmm. That's
1: like a that's a that's a secret heavy one because like I, so the one I'd want to pick, you can't like I can't walk into a funeral with that.
2: <laughs> In a room. Like yeah, I mean I guess that's true. I
1: mean I guess if I had to pick, I'd definitely pick like a hype song, right? Like you want a theme yeah. song that's kinda of, like cool. Return of the Mac. Well, that's a good one.
2: You have to give Shit me a hits few me up every time. Give me a few. Don't you bars.
1: dare ask me to do Come that. On. Just a little bit. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Let's see. Right? Yeah, I like just want let's to be go the streets in the summer. I'm here for it.
2: I like it. It's a vibe. It's yeah, a vibe. I'm jamming. I don't want it to end. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Um, again, you don't want to be walking that, you know, into somebody's funeral with that. But for the most part. But if you were if, if it was your funeral. Oh, if I'm like the ex-wife, I'm giving the fur coat or turning the Max plan. Oh. I'm gonna slap his mama while I walk by. <laughs> I was just thinking
2: maybe if it's your funeral, we go back to that like Phoenix Rising.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Yeah,
2: I don't know. It kind of <laughs> seems like a trick. Like you're gonna like rise up from the dead.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna demand that somebody play it and everyone look around like, is you're just kidding? Is it kidding? Is it being pranked? <laughs> Make uh, everybody wonder. That's funny. <laughs> How should people answer the dreaded interview question when someone says, why should I hire you?
2: Oh, I love that question, actually, because I used to be in like a manager position and I can remember like the cheesiest way that people would answer that. And I really feel like if you're just honest, Mm -hmm. you're forward,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: you know, be honest of how you would answer that. And I think that the answer to that, uh, is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Like how would like I would how answer? Would
1: somebody answer it? How yeah. would
2: somebody answer that? Um, you obviously want to pick out your traits, but you don't want to be super cheesy because everybody's like, I'm a hard worker and I show up every day.
1: Yeah, we don't care.
2: We don't really That's care. That's the bare minimum. No, I can get along with others. Mm-hmm. Um, I, am a, I do go above and beyond the call of duty. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that my job just doesn't consist of the things that are on paper. Yeah. That I should be willing to go the extra mile. Um, I don't know. I think that you really have to pick out your, what is like your attributes. Uh, It should be like unique. Yeah. It should be unique. Like Mm -hmm. you can't say like, oh, uh, I'm great with people, but you barely talk to anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. So if your strong suit is, you know, maybe, um, computer skills mm-hmm. you need to talk about your computer skills like mine are not computer skills so I'm going to yeah. say like what I lack in computer skills mm-hmm. I bring in my verbal communication with people and mm-hmm. my work e- ethic yeah like you might be great at a computer but I know without a shadow of a doubt I can outwork you mm-hmm. I could go 48 hours without sleep and run circles around you yeah you know so I am I am definitely that employee that will get dirty Mm-hmm. And maybe it is not great at, you know, spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. So you have to just pick out those positive things that are about you and maybe just not make it so generic.
1: One time I had an interview and, you know, you can feel the room like, you know, when you're crushing it and when you're not. And, first off, I feel like any time I get to the point where I get an interview, I get the job. Like, that's where I excel. The interview is where I, like, lock it in. But one time they asked that question, okay, well, we, you know, we've had a really good interview. We pretty much understand what's going on. But, like, why why would we hire you? And I literally laughed. I was like, I mean, hello, I'm awesome. I've been here for two hours. You've just been talking. And She started laughing, and then I gave a real answer. But later when I got hired, she's like, that's literally why I hired you. Because you like made it fun, and you're like, "I'm awesome!" Like we just had a kick-ass interview. You know right. what you're doing. You're, like, come on. Right. Right. Would you really like, oh. like, question it? Yeah. <laughs> cool.
2: <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. You got to be very honest and forward about it.
1: Yeah. Like I give my real answer too, but I took a minute to like make it unique. And she was like, "That literally was what stood out when we had you and somebody else on the thing. We both laughed back about thinking about it because you were able
2: that. to verbally communicate. I really feel like there's one thing that you cannot teach people, and that is how to verbally communicate to people and teach them how to read a room Mm -hmm. like you can't teach someone how to read a room yeah I can teach you how to do a spreadsheet Mm -hmm. I can teach you how to do those uh, those kinds of things order forms things Mm -hmm. like that depending on what the job is right I can teach you how to do a a POS system
1: yeah
2: I cannot teach you how to read a room Mm -hmm. and how to adjust and be a chameleon or have good timing and have good timing Mm -hmm. yes so yeah love that question that was a good one who sticks out as being a positive influence in your life
1: Oh, um, definitely my mom. My mom I really was... thought you were going to say me, but no. <laughs> I feel like I'm we hear kidding. about every week about how we're positive influences on I'm each just other. Kidding. Um, <laughs> just kidding. She's kidding, but she's just grossed me off her serious, yeah. <laughs> Um No, I think my mom, I think sure. that she... Especially at the time that we grew up, it was like the gender norm that mom was home, right? Mom was home being the one, boots on the ground, and mine was kind of vice versa. My mom was the one making the big paycheck. She was the one that was out. She was hustling. Girl looked like Julia Roberts. Long red, crazy hair, just killer outfits. Like, I just could not wait to be her. It was awesome. You
2: do, like, you very much talk about your mom in a very like elevated manner yeah like you can tell that she is that person that exudes a lot of great things for you mm-hmm. she's also that person that i'll tell you you ain't cooking your husband dinner you wrong for that she sure will yeah she sure will yeah
1: she's i always joke like with everybody because my mom is very much like 60 40 like worships the ground my dad walks on and she's like you had a hard day let me take your boots off let me bring you your plate of dinner i'm gonna serve you but she also would be like fuck around find out yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's not afraid to tell him off in public either. And I feel like I got probably a little bit more of the fuck around to find out. And <laughs> like, I'm not making him dinner, but I'll make you a plate at a party. Like, oh, yeah. the judgment I get being the girl that makes my husband a plate at a no,
2: party. No, I'll make my God, husband damn. a plate at the party. And I'll, and I'll cook that. dinner. We're very equal on like duties and stuff, but I'm mm. not taking your shoes off your feet unless like there's a Man, reason like, you feet. can't get them off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and that's so rude because as I said I'm laughing because I always make Eric take off like my ankle strap heels I'm like go ahead I just put my leg up I'm like go ahead take it off for me thank you
0: <laughs> You're so- it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because I feel like my sister is the opposite way she got like she got like 80-20 she's yeah. like 80% like the worship the ground you walk on and 20% like don't you speak to me that way and I'm like you better sit all the fuck down <laughs> sit all the way the fuck down <laughs> so sometimes I guess I got a little bit more of my dad in there oh boy <laughs> but yeah definitely my mom she I didn't realize that women could do that until I saw that happening right I just you know grew up and like my grandmother kind of watched us and you know I watched my dad's mom and she was kind of like the Betty Crocker homemaker and you know I didn't really know that people could do that and my dad was so supportive and such a good like there was not a thought in his mind about she shouldn't be doing that or she shouldn't make the money like he was just like yeah go for it like, also right. kick ass I feel like that was good to see that but yeah even that's huge in today's
2: like today's day and age Mm -hmm. I mean to be socially acceptable for women to not only you know have that 50-50 role it's not always going to be 50-50 right there's Mm -hmm. a give and take and there are times that maybe you're doing a little bit more like there's a shift yeah but I can remember growing up and the times that i you know had spent with my mom and stuff she would say you know you better make sure that you marry somebody with a good job that can take care of you mm-hmm. and that you can count on and things like that and i remember that so much that mm-hmm. i'm like totally against that. I hate that. Yeah. I'm like ew. I will never need somebody. I will want them. The minute I need you, we have a freaking problem. I mean, it's I a feel nice like your perk mom if was you like also that.
1: have your shit together, right? That's uh, yeah. A great I mean, thing. I'm, it's a
2: requirement for me. Yeah. But
1: But I'm not like I also but have I my also shit don't together.
2: need you. I I also want the the feeling of I'm not trapped. Mm-hmm. I'm not in this marriage because I have watched my mom in marriages feel like she doesn't want to be in them, but she has to be in them because mm-hmm. of like the situation. Right. And that is definitely not something i oh, will ever there do. But I feel years. like your mom always made you feel like mm-hmm. that is a possibility that you could have that you don't have to have. You yeah. could always want somebody. You don't need them.
1: Yeah. Oh, she retired my dad. It's amazing. I mean, she retired him on paper, but girl makes him work. <laughs> She's like, you see this new house? I'm going to need backsplash on floors and all these things. And right. He's here for it. But I feel like that is something that's really funny because there was years that I was a stay-at-home mom. And even the other day, we were talking about this upcoming trip. And I was telling my mother-in-law, like, you know, she's like, I just really want to do a gondola in Italy. Like, that's my jam. And I said, well, I'm here for it. I'll do it again. I just remember them being very expensive. And Eric started laughing. He's like, they're probably not expensive. But when we went to Italy... We didn't have pennies to rub together, man. We were just like living best life, like out here backpacking through Europe. And he's just like, they're probably not expensive. They're probably very reasonable. But anything at that point was like, this is like the biggest task ever. But I spent years being a stay-at-home mom. And luckily, I was in a relationship that he never made me feel trapped. But I didn't like, like, hey, can I have money so I can go get an outfit? Like, hey, can I have this? Can I do that? Like, I didn't like that feeling. Mm -hmm. He never denied me of any of that. He never made me feel weird about it. But it's a weird feeling. To know that you need somebody that to that capacity. Yeah. It's uncomfy. Yeah.
2: I don't so, like that don't either. Don't
1: do that. Yeah. I had a friend whose mom in high school would used to joke like, we'd be talking about, like, oh, SATs are coming up. Then in college, you know, I have this exam coming up. And we'd like drink the night before. And she'd be like, you know, a parent is usually like, God, I'm disappointed in do that. And she'd be like, well, if you're not going to pass your exams, make sure your future husband is. <laughs> okay.
2: Oh, Okay. All right. I just
1: remember looking at her like, well, no. Well, no. <laughs> like- yeah. I did that one. What's
2: the first thing you notice about someone? To be honest with you, if you're talking like a physical, like a feature, mm-hmm. their teeth, mm-hmm. it's literally the first thing I notice about them is their teeth. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel bad, but I'm a, t- that's important to me. Teeth smelling your breath, like all that stuff. Like I just yeah. noticed that right away. Um, and if you're talking about what's the first thing that I notice about someone like internally Hmm. I mean, obviously, like, their personality or something, if they're, like, pass- passive aggressive or if, you know, they're very into themselves, I mean, I will obviously, like, instantly be like, mm, not mm-hmm. my type of person. But the first thing I notice about people is usually, like, their smile, their teeth.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's, like, you either meet somebody and you leave thinking, like, wow, I could, I want more of them. Mm-hmm. Like or I did, me, I even think me like, and you were like that. I can't wait to not see them again.
2: <laughs> yeah, me and you were like that when we first met. It was yeah, like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed her, Mm-hmm. and I think that even though we met at that party, what really made us know that we liked each other is when you came to put wallpaper up in Holland's room. Yeah, I think yeah, that we didn't was really like know each other that mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. So, <laughs> oh boy, what <laughs> what do you think of garden gnomes? <laughs>
1: Would all, that would be a you question. What in the hell? Um, They're terrifying. You think they're terrifying? I think they're creepy and weird. And first off, I think terrifying because do you remember like, um oh, what were the
2: goosebumps? Remember those books when we were little? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that one
1: about gnomes? I feel like I have
2: a memory so of So I have a story evil. that's not mine that I think is funny. But Yasser had a client that put in an offer on a listing mm-hmm. and the only thing that they wanted to convey was a garden gnome
1: like i'm worried are you a psychopath no you they took the garden gnome
2: it turned into a whole entire thing oh. at the at the at the table oh my god like it was a whole thing that this garden gnome was the only like thing that they wanted they felt it. very strongly about it like <laughs> it was gonna put, put the put the deal part. that's wild. i can't even mention the person's name who was the listing agent but i'll tell you afterwards
1: mm, i can't wait now uh, i think they're inherently creepy <laughs> and i've had like it's a it's an old people thing <laughs> Is it a good luck thing though? I don't are they know. like the protectors of the garden? I don't know. Is there like a reasoning for them? I don't know. I just thought they were kind of like. I hope someone like, tells us on fairy levels. Yeah. If there's yeah. a reason I should have a gnome, let me know. But otherwise, I think they're. I feel
2: like creepy. you're getting a gnome for like your birthday this year. <laughs> It'll end up in your backyard. It's have, like a PG shirt on, <laughs> wearing like a leopard print like gnome hat. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I like the little biker ones that are in like a leopard bikini or something.
2: And they have like boobs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. That's weird.
1: It's weird. Comfy um okay let's see oh best mistake you ever made
2: oh best mistake i ever made Eh, what just came to my mind i can't say out loud (laughs) okay i'm gonna say it okay in the moment it felt like obviously i fucked up well i went and got pregnant oh well yeah that's honestly
1: what i thought you were gonna say too
2: I was a little because scared to Because at the time it. it was. Because it's not a mistake It wasn't now. planned. Yeah, it wasn't planned.
1: Well, that's why it was the best mistake.
2: Yeah. It's literally the num- the best mistake ever in the entire world, right? Because mm-hmm. I credit a lot of things to my son and like how my life is now. But mm-hmm. he is not the mistake.
1: Yeah.
2: In the moment, it felt like, oh, I fucked up.
1: Well, yeah, because it wasn't planned.
2: Because it wasn't planned and I was 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, definitely in that moment, I was like, oh, but he is the him and his sister have been, you know, obviously my greatest mm-hmm. ever my greatest achievement ever so
1: love it yeah
2: what is the cringiest thing that you've ever put on social media oh god
1: first off Social media is an asshole because it's the trap. fact that it will remind you, like it'll bring up those time what you things, looked you're like, like, like 10 oh years ago!" Yeah, Thank well, God finally goes your back ten today, years. Holland <laughs> came in her bedroom and she had like that makeup on where it stops on your chin line, and then they were actual body colors out. And Haley was trying to very nicely be like, "What's?" what's happening is there what's what's the plan for what's going on with the makeup like you're trying to not be like what the hell is going on with your face right and I literally said it's circa 2000 matte moose <laughs> remember that matte <laughs> yes. moose you just put it on your finger <laughs> yes yes Matt moose yes <laughs> yeah um cringiest thing god when it was like the the thing to make every thought that popped into your mind like a post mm. god some of them yeah. pop up and I'm like what in the hell possessed me to put that on there
2: same yeah. I, I look at mine and be like, can't wait to see my friends tonight going out. Oh, like, Or like the
1: passive-aggressive, like, away messages you used to do. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know someone would prompt to ask you something. Like, oh gross.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I seen a girl that did that. That's from where I'm from in Indiana. She did it the last, like, four nights. Mm-hmm. I had to unfollow her. I'm like, I can't.
1: Mm-mm. It's a trap. Yeah, it's a
2: trap. Yeah, so.
1: I don't want to get into it, but thoughts and prayers right now as I like, go through this hard thing. You absolutely want to get into it. You're dying for someone to ask you. Knock it off yeah
2: no That's I'm weird. definitely not putting my heavy stuff out there yeah, no no no
1: keep your so, problems your
2: problems yeah
1: I think this is my last one um I guess this is twofold your favorite body part of yours and your favorite body part on others
2: okay when you say others are you talking men or women
1: I guess both like what you're attracted to and what you can like appreciate maybe
2: okay so my favorite body part is my stomach mm-hmm. um for some
1: reason it's mine would be too if it looked like you're shit it's
2: I don't know why everything (laughs) else like absorbed (laughs) what I do but the stomach hasn't so no I like my stomach um and then for I don't even know like one of my like things for men is like usually height Mm -hmm. that is like I you have to you have to be tall. Like mm-hmm. six foot or higher, it's, it's, it would always have been a requirement. And my husband's six too, so yeah. that's fine. Check, check. Check, check. Um, and <laughs> he says 0% body fat, I swear to God. Not, I don't think it's 0%, but... I, mean, I don't think but, he would like
1: pinch. Yeah.
2: Very little. <laughs> I won't have to ever worry about that, but um, I'm trying to think for... In general for people, definitely eyes. Mm-hmm. I am definitely a blue eyes, dark hair kind of girl. Yeah. And what can I, and I mean, obviously teeth for Mm -hmm. people like smiles and their teeth. So, um, and for women, Oh, I dream about having nice arms one day.
1: Oh, some Michelle Obama arms. Yes. If you could just handpick, I'd have Michelle Obama arms. Brayden's girlfriend has, has the ass. best
2: freaking arms. Yeah, I know. Shelly got a, God. oh, Shelly's legs.
1: I mean, I don't like the ladies, but
2: goddamn. I'm just going to take all, all of our Shelly. friends and like piece together like <laughs> one person off of all of our yeah. friends. Yeah. I was
1: laughing because she has this like adorable little tattoo of this peach on her butt. And it makes me want to go get, like, a butt tattoo. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, inspired every time I see it. And then I remember, that's not what my ass looks like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to take Shelly's legs, mm-hmm. Nicole's arms. Mm-hmm. One of their two, they have the boobs, too. Yeah. You know. I You have a good butt. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have a really good butt. You have a really good smile. Do that. Mm-hmm. Kate's got the really good eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could just pop it all in there. Some frankentine shit. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay how do you cope when things get hard this is my last one too Mm.
1: probably not healthy probably not healthy ways um I would say when I was younger not like a kid like 20s not healthy probably alcohol I probably was just like ah let me turn off these feelings and just go or like go to a bar that kind of atmosphere and you can like turn off your brain and just kind of be on autopilot and have fun um but the older I get, like I can't drink like that. So I don't know. <laughs> Online shopping probably. Add That's how you cart Makes me feel better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that was a good habit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. But yeah, no. I not. I'm not really a tucker. Like if I am, if I'm sad, I listen to my sad music or watch my sad movie. I have my maybe a little cry and I'm over it.
2: When you're mad though, when you're angry, you you. Angry cry and it's scary. I
1: do ever since kids change your hardwiring because I can't like we went to a, com- a comedy show the other day and um, I cannot laugh like actually belly laugh without bawling. So I just look like a psychopath when we do things like that because I'm sitting here like belly laughing at this guy. He was so funny but bawling. And Eric's like, what is going on with you? Because I just had tissues, all my drink napkins. I was just sitting on my face. I'm like, why do I even wear makeup? Like, right. But then same thing. Like, if I get mad, I cry. And I Erica cry
2: I of everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just an emotion that I have. Like. Being
1: sad is the only time I don't cry. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. But I'm like, they change your hardwiring. Like, I don't, if I'm mad or if I'm like very happy, like belly laughing, I'm usually bawling. I can't control it. <laughs> I love that. I love that.
2: I'm really excited to introduce Lynn's oldest child. Her name is Brooklyn, and Brooklyn and I have obviously gotten closer over the last few years because we travel together now. We do family Christmas vacation together, and it's really cool to watch her grow up each Christmas and family vacation, and we're just around each other a lot, and now they call me Aunt Hay. Well, Aunt Hey Hey, but Eric hates that, so we could just do Aunt Hey. but um, Brooklyn has a question, and I'm going to answer it for her.
3: What's one thing you wish you knew in your 20s?
2: Oh, in my 20s. Let's see here. That not everybody has your best interest at heart and that sometimes even those people who are closest to you or that you have surrounded yourself with, although it seems like they want what's best for you and they're happy for you, that they're actually the people that are probably working against you. So I had to learn how to pick out the people that, really were, in other words, gaslighting me. So,
3: yeah. Hey, I have one more question for you. Do you have any advice for young realtors?
2: Ooh, this is a good one. Um, I definitely think that in the business that we're in, if you do not have your gas pedal down and you're not ready for it, um, you will not survive in this industry. You have to come out of the gates, ready to build your business, and show other people that are around you that you are capable and willing to do your job to the fullest and do better than maybe somebody else who they were thinking of using. So you definitely have to come out of the gate strong and ready to go. Um, I've been in the business for three, going on three years. And I'm a top producing agent. And I believe it's because that I put in the work that other people were not willing to put in the work for. What do you with your kids? What do I wish for my kids? Oh, let's see here. I think my greatest wish for my children is for them to grow up and be productive humans that give back to other people and that lead with a kind heart, work hard for the things that they have, and lead with a forgiving heart. What do you want to be, mommy? It is one of the most rewarding things in the entire world when you get to watch people that you have made um, grow up and become their own version or pinches of your influence that you've created over their lifetime. It's, it's a really an amazing thing and it's, an, it's a love that you just can't even explain. It's so fierce. Now I get to do some awesome questions with Lynn's middle daughter. Her name is Hunter, and she is the kick the door in, going to be like fireball. I love her. She's a, she's a really cool kid. So she's got a question for me. If you were rich, what would you buy? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, I am not a possessions kind of person, so I feel like I would probably buy um, – Multiple tiny homes around the world, or um, I would probably spend a lot of my money helping people who need need it. So I think that's probably what I would do.
0: What is your favorite
2: memory with your kids? I think my favorite thing that I've ever done with them, or my best memory with them, is when we took them to Disney for the first time. We we woke them up at like five thirty in the morning. And we took them to breakfast and they're like, why did you get us up so early? They were the tiniest things ever. And we're sitting at the table. Our food comes and we said, we're going to take you guys to Disney. And Braden looked at me and he said, you're mean. And I said, what do you mean? That's not a funny joke. You're lying. And I said, no, we're really going to go right after this. And it was funny because the waitress was like, did you just tell me you're going to Disney? I was like, yeah, he doesn't believe me. And then we got in the car and we drove to the airport and we went to Disney. So it was fun. And everyone, welcome the man of the hour, Eric Solon. Yeah. Background music. I see you move into it.
0: It's just the music in my head.
2: Oh, (laughs) we should ask him that question. Eric is Lynn's husband, so he's going to ask me a question.
0: I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. I'm scared. It's got to be about poop, right? No. No? No? Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. So besides, not how many houses are you going to sell? Mm-hmm. But in three years, where do you see your business going?
2: Oh, gosh, this is scary. Um, Wait, wait, wait. And am I coming with you? (laughs) Of course you are, because Lynn's going to be with me too. So um, I would like to create passive income in the future um, with my business. And I definitely think that I will be adding to the team and playing hopefully a better more focused leadership role and having more um, income for all the girls on the team and stuff. So that's where I see it going. Hey guys. Okay, so we have
1: Holland here. So she is Haley's daughter, and we're going to torture her today. And you could just <laughs> feel the teen angst in the room right now that we're <laughs> forcing them to be here Yay. asking us
3: questions.
1: <laughs> so, what's your first question?
3: What were you like as a child?
1: oh uh, hunter <laughs> pretty much so hunter's my middle one so she's my little spitfire um I was always in trouble because I never cared if I got caught so I just did whatever I wanted to do yep that's why we're, we're little sisters <laughs> over here because I'm pretty sure I birthed Holland <laughs> pretty sure she's from me but yeah I just never cared so I have a really good heart and did good things but I also I was bad I could be bad
3: <laughs> do you have any regrets in your life's in your life and what were they
1: Hmm, I wouldn't say I have any regrets because everything gets you to where you are now, right? Mm -hmm. So I can't, I wouldn't take anything back. I wouldn't change it. I wish I would have known earlier on the things that make me happy and that's like twofold, like what I wouldn't do with my life or a career. I wish I would have known earlier on and not doubted myself because I could have made so much more money um, and been in, you know, better and earlier, stronger. And then also, I wish I would have had a backbone a lot earlier, not put up with people bullying or being negative. So again, I'm very happy with where I'm at. I had to fight my way to get here. But some of the things could have stood to known a little bit earlier.
3: <laughs> what are you most proud about yourself?
1: Ooh. I think I would say of my family because I have to actively make the choice with as busy as I am to consistently show up for my kids. So is it ideal to go in like 99 degree weather and sit and watch T-ball where your kid rather build a sandcastle in the dirt than play T-ball? Probably not. <laughs> but I'm going to be there with bells on and I'm going to be happy about it. So I think uh, my mom mode is probably, I'm most proud of that.
3: <laughs> What's your biggest pet peeve when it comes to social media?
2: No. did lynn tell you to ask me this no she didn't, didn't the freaking thumbs up i hate that i hate it so bad i feel like a thumbs up is passive aggressive it's like oh yeah cool real cool i don't know i'm just really reading into that thumb so much the heart is where it's at mm-hmm. that really means that you care about somebody and that you love what they're doing and you like it thumbs up is rude
3: if you were in, if you were in the middle of a zombie apocalypse who were who are the three people do you want on your team
2: mm. on my team so we have a team it's a zombie apocalypse most likely your dad because he is a survivalist <laughs> I don't know how you say that survivalist he watches all the naked afraid things so probably him um I want to say you Lynn and and I think you'll be fun but I'm definitely going to die if you're with me. So. <laughs> we can't live off of Starbucks our whole life. i remember that. <laughs> I love you, but I just don't know. I just don't think I could do it. I don't even want my kids with me because I feel like I'd be worried about their lives the whole time. Where none of them surviving on my team if I have to worry about my kids surviving. Hmm, this is difficult. Number two, who's the other person? Papa. He's got a lot of ammunition. Yeah. Third person, probably... I, have, I think I feel like I have to have a girl with me, maybe, and she's got to be kind of survivalist. Maybe Nika. What's
3: the best advice you've ever received, and do you still use it to this day? Um, and why was it the best advice that you've ever received? Actually,
2: it was within the last three years. The best advice that I ever received is, and I think it's maybe even the best quote,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it really resonates in my life pigs eat, hogs get slaughtered. I use that all the time. I love it. It means that in my mind, this is what it means to me is that hogs, hogs being gritty people will not survive forever. So be a pig and help other people and don't take as much and more mm-hmm. will come to you in the long run. So I really, that resonates with me, and I try to share in any kind of capacity in my life that I can. So this next guest is my son, my oldest, Brayden Ebersole, and I'm excited that he gets to ask me some cool questions. So, what's up, Brayden.
0: what's up, what's up, yo, yo,
2: yo! <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh,
0: okay, what's your favorite meal to make or have made for you? It is chicken papakash. It's a Hungarian
2: dish. And it's really good. I love it. I think you guys like it too.
0: Chicken papakash chicken and dumplings for people who don't know.
2: Yeah. Do you like it? I do like it. It's one of your faves?
0: Yeah. What's your favorite memory with me and you?
2: Oh. I think it's going to be cliche, but probably the day you were born. I don't think I even knew what love was until I had you. And you taught me what love was you taught me how to love a child and what the true meaning of true love is and ever since then both you and your sister are my true loves thank you all right Brayden my turn what you got
0: okay how much do you spend on
1: coffee (laughs) like
0: like a week
1: (laughs) oh a week well depending what coffee I get this is gonna hurt my own feelings um (laughs) Depending what I get and what size I get, probably about seven bucks a day. And then maybe every other week I get a free one. So, a lot to money.
0: That's <laughs> like $48, 49 a week, Miss mm-hmm. Lynn.
1: That's gross. And then if I bring <laughs> the kids and I get them like a cake pop or a cookie, mm-hmm adds up quickly.
0: Okay, this is a good one. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen my mom do in public?
1: <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Hmm. I'm trying to think of an appropriate answer for your son. Hmm. She has an infinity for peeing (laughs) in public. (laughs) If she's had too much to drink or can't find a bathroom, you got to go, you got to go. And that's a wrap. If you like what you heard, make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. And as always, you can listen on Apple, Spotify, and more. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube for video podcast. We'll see you next week.